Hello students, let me now brief about Wilson's disease. Wilson disease or hepatolenticular degeneration is an autosomal recessive disease which results in an excess copper built in our body. It primarily affects the liver and basal ganglia of the brain but it can also affect other systems too. Wilson disease is an autosomal recessive condition caused by a mutation in the Wilson disease protein ATP7B gene. Let us see about the etiology behind the Wilson disease. Wilson disease is caused by one of the several mutations in the ATP7B gene present on the chromosome 13 which controls the protein transporter responsible for excreting the excess copper into the bile and out of the body. The protein transporter is located in the trans-Golgi network of the liver and the brain. The major route of the copper excretion is through the liver. This excess copper first accumulates in the liver and then spills into the blood and then to the other organ systems. This excess copper leads to the generation of free radicals that causes oxidation of vital proteins and the lipids. Early changes tends to occur in the mitochondria, nuclei and the peroxisomes. Let us see about the pathophysiology. In Wilson's disease, there is a faulty copper excretory mechanism causing the copper to accumulate in the liver and spills into the blood where it begins to accumulate in the other organs and tissue, tissues like subthalamus and cortex of the brain, kidney and cornea. Copper is a transition metal and excess copper levels lead to the formation of a toxic hydroxyl group and increase oxidative stress in the cells. This oxidative stress damages the cells and leads to the clinical manifestation namely the liver failure, behavioral problems, movement disorders and Kaiser Fischer rings in the cornea. Copper is needed by a body as we all know predominantly as a cofactor for some enzymes such as ceruloplasmin, cytochrome C oxidase, dopamine beta hydroxylase, superoxide dismutase and tyrosinase. Copper enters through our body, through the digestive tract with the help of a transporter protein in the cells of the small bubble. Copper membrane transporter 1. This transporter helps to carry the copper inside the cells where part of the copper is bound to the metallothionin and part is carried by the A2OX1 to an organelle known as the trans-Golgi network. In response to rising corpal levels, an enzyme called the ATP7A releases copper into the portal vein to the liver. Liver cells carry the CMT1 protein and the metallothionin and then the ATOX1 binds 
it inside the cell. Once here, the ATP7B links the copper to the ceruloplasmin and releases it to the bloodstream. Removing the excess copper by secreting it into the bile. Both functions of the ATP7B are dysfunctional in the Wilson's disease. Copper accumulates in the liver and ceruloplasmin is secreted in a form that lacks the copper and is rapidly degraded into the bloodstream. When the copper level in the liver overwhelms the protein that normally binds it, it results in oxidative damage through a process known as fenton chemistry. This damage results in chronic acute hepatitis, fibrosis and cirrhosis. The liver releases copper into the bloodstream that is not bound to the ceruloplasmin. This free copper precipitates through the body, particularly in the kidneys, eyes and brain. In the brain, copper is deposited in the basal ganglia and golgus pallidus. These areas participate in the coordination of movements and neurocognitive processes such as stimulating mood regulations. Damage to these areas produces the neuropsychiatric systems seen in the Wilson disease. Further, how do we go about evaluating whether a person is suspected of a Wilson disease? If suspicion of Wilson disease is high, order a ceruloplasmin level, it will be less than 20 mg per dl. Normal levels are 20 mg per dl to 40 mg per dl. Urinary copper levels will be raised more than 100 microgram per dl. These two lab findings with the caser fleischer rings are usually enough for diagnosis but there is a possibility of an alternate diagnosis where we can go for liver biopsy for liver copper levels which is more accurate for the Wilson's disease. What could be the treatment or the management for a Wilson disease? So the mainstay therapy for Wilson disease is copper chelation therapy with penicillamin and trintin where trintin is preferred because of few, fewer side effects oral zinc also may be given as it is or it competes for absorption with copper at me metallic iron transporter it is definitely vital to educate the patient on adverse effects of chronic chelation therapy which can make the symptoms worse so D penicillin can be used during pregnancy as well. So let me uh, brief further about the staging of the Wilson disease. The stage one, it consists of the initial accumulation of copper in the liver. Stage two, it constitutes the acute redistribution of copper with the liver followed by release into the systemic 
circulation stage 3 it is the chronic accumulation of copper into the extra hepatic tissues including the brain and the last stage that is the stage 4 it is about the use of the chelation therapy to restore the copper balance so what are the complications in the wilson disease liver failure encephalopathy ascites spinomegaly variceal bleeding hepaturenal syndrome liver failure neuropsychiatric manifestations and in worse conditions it leads to death so in brief this is all about the wilson disease where we have to concentrate more on the pathophysiology and the etiology so i hope you have understood about the pathophysiology if you have any further clarifications please do post it in the group thank you so much hello students let me now brief about the wilson's disease wilson disease or Hepatolenticular degeneration is an autosomal recessive disease which results in an excess copper built in our body. It primarily affects the liver and basal ganglia of the brain, but it can also affect other systems too. Wilson disease is an autosomal recessive condition caused by a mutation in the Wilson disease protein ATP7B gene. Let us see about the etiology behind the Wilson disease. Wilson disease is caused by one of the several mutations in the ATP7B gene present on the chromosome 13 which controls the protein transporter responsible for excreting the excess copper into the bile and out of the body. The protein transporter is located in the trans Golgi network of the liver and the brain. The major route of the copper excretion is through the liver. This excess copper first accumulates in the liver and then spills into the blood and then to the other organ systems. This excess copper leads to the generation of free radicals that causes oxidation of vital proteins and the lipids. Early changes tends to occur in the mitochondria, nuclei and the peroxisomes. Let us see about the pathophysiology. In Wilson's disease, there is a faulty copper excretory mechanism causing the copper to accumulate in the liver and spills into the blood where it begins to accumulate in the other organs and tissues like subthalamus, and cortex of the brain, kidney and cornea. Copper is a transition metal and excess copper levels lead to the formation of a toxic hydroxyl group and increase oxidative stress in the cells. This oxidative stress damages the cells and leads to the clinical manifestation namely the liver failure, behavioral problems, movement disorders and Caesar 
fissure rings in the cornea copper is needed by a body as we all know predominantly as a cofactor for some enzymes such as cellular plasmin cytochrome c oxidase dopamine beta hydroxylase superoxide dismutase and tyrosinase copper enters through a body through the digestive tract with the help of a transporter protein in the cells of the small bowel copper membrane transporter 1 this transporter helps to carry the copper inside the cells where part of the copper is bound to the metallothionin and part is carried by the a2ox1 to an organelle known as the transgolgi network in response to rising corpal levels an enzyme called the ATP7A releases copper into the portal vein to the liver liver cells carry the CMT1 protein and the metallothionin and then the ATOX1 binds it inside the cell once here the ATP7B links the copper to the cellulosemin and releases it to the blood stream removing the excess copper by secreting it into the bile both functions of the atp7b are dysfunctional in the wilson's disease copper accumulates in the liver and cellulosemin is secreted in a form that lacks the copper and is rapidly degraded into the bloodstream when the copper level in the liver overwhelms the protein that normally binds it it results in oxidative damage through a process known as fenton chemistry this damage results in chronic acute hepatitis fibrosis and cirrhosis the liver releases copper into the bloodstream that is not bound to the cellulosemin this free copper precipitates through the body particularly in the kidneys eyes and brain in the brain copper is deposited in the basal ganglia and golgis pallidus these areas participate in the coordination of movements and neurocognitive processes such as stimulating mood regulations damage to these areas produces the neuropsychiatric systems seen in the wilson disease further how do we go about evaluating whether a person is suspected of a wilson disease if suspicion of wilson disease is high order a cellulosemin level it will be less than 20 mg per dl normal levels are 20 mg per dl to 40 mg per dl urinary copper levels will be raised more than 100 microgram per dl these two lab findings with the kaiser fleischer rings are usually enough for diagnosis but there is a possibility of an alternate diagnosis where we can go for liver biopsy for liver copper levels which is more accurate for the wilson's disease
what could be the treatment or the management for a Wilson disease? So the mainstay therapy for Wilson disease is copper chelation therapy with penicillamin and trintin, where trintin is preferred because of few, fewer side effects. Oral zinc also may be given as it is or it competes for absorption with copper at metallic iron transporter. It is definitely vital to educate the patient on adverse effects of chronic chelation therapy which can make the symptoms worse. So D-penicillamin can be used during pregnancy as well. So let me uh, brief further about the staging of the Wilson disease. The stage 1, it consists of the initial accumulation of copper in the liver. Stage 2, it constitutes the acute redistribution of copper with the liver followed by release into the systemic circulation. Stage 3, it is the chronic accumulation of copper into the extrahepatic tissues including the brain and the last stage that is the stage 4 it is about the use of the chelation therapy to restore the copper balance so what are the complications in the wilson disease liver failure encephalopathy ascites Pinomagaly, variceal bleeding, hepatorenal syndrome, liver failure, neuropsychiatric manifestations and in worse conditions it leads to death. So in brief this is all about the Wilson disease where we have to concentrate more on the pathophysiology and the etiology so i hope you have understood about the pathophysiology if you have any further clarifications please do post it in the group thank you so much